cool. Welcome, listeners, to another episode of 321Go Podcast. I'm Matt Scanlon, uh, joined for a second week in a row by Clay Weldon, founder of 321Go. Clay, welcome. Hey, good to be back. And also Julie Weldon, um, Clay's sister, and also kind of like all around, I would say, 321Go Rockstar, you're like the. I feel like you've become the glue that like holds this whole operation together, Julie. You're too kind. <laughs> seriously, <laughs> um, uh, thank you, thank you. It's fun. I love what I do. So I'm excited about this episode because it's it's um, right on the cusp of New Year's, which everybody always begins to think about. You know, they think about their health, they think about themselves. It's this idea of like flipping over the calendar and what am I going to do differently this year? What have I learned from last year and what will I take forward? And for those of us that are in fitness, it's a particularly interesting time because we start to have maybe an influx of membership where people beginning to think about their own fitness and wellness. So it's a unique opportunity all around. So Julia's um, taken up the task of creating another challenge for our hub participants called um, Setting and Crushing Your Goals in 2017. And really, that's what we're here to talk about today is your goals for the next year. So Julie, will you explain to us a little bit about um, maybe why you decided to create this challenge around goal setting and then maybe get into a little bit of the nuts and bolts of what participants can expect? Yeah, sure. So, um, so it was a conversation between Clay and I, for sure. I mean, it definitely did not come out of my brain um, by itself, but um, we wanted to provide value to gym owners from the very beginning of the year, because a lot of people, um, myself included, look back at the goals that I set back in January for 2016. um, And I may be able to check off Oh, I don't even know, 25% of them, you know? And so it's, it's typically um, we'll, we'll have the best of intentions to do goal setting and then it'll fall short. Um, and so the great thing about a challenge like this is you start and develop habits um, and then get accountability around you so that you can actually begin to hit those goals. And so that's what we want. That's what completely drives us and motivates us is the success of the gym owners that we work with. So as we were thinking about another challenge, because the one we did in October was honestly so wildly successful with gym owners. Um, I mean, you can talk to them. It changed their lives, changed their business um, and gave them a focus that they hadn't had before and things that were hanging over them um, for the entire year or honestly five years. Um, like setting up processes, setting up, you know, structures, getting things in place, creating order and turning their business from a hobby into it, into an actual business is what um, came out of the, came out of the first challenge. And so we knew that, um, we knew that it had value. We knew that it had really significant value. So we wanted to do it again um, and really focused on, on the new year and what people's efforts are focused towards, which is, What's 2017 going to be about and how can I really, um, you know, how can I really go after it hard and strong? Um, and so that's what this challenge is about. Um, Clay, would you, would you add to that? I'd love for you to speak to this as well because you've had a lot of input. No, I was just listening and I was just like thinking, why did we uh, even in, envision or come up with the idea to start this? And I think probably because of our own life experiences, where we mm-hmm. are and just this past year, 
of just learning and growing and the things that we've worked through. And we realize that we're not, we're not different than any other, any other, any other entrepreneur, right? We want to be the best we can be. We want to be challenged. We want to reach our goals. And so when we hit roadblocks, we kind of wonder, okay, why and what do we need to get through it? And I think we've all learned a lot through that. Wouldn't say that we've arrived, but we've made great strides and we've um, really pushed through and figured out ways that work for each of us. And so we wanted to share that um, challenge with other gym owners. So when they hit this new year, they're not setting goals on their own, they're setting goals with a group, which is just so much more powerful. You know, it's it's interesting that we're talking about this today because I just recorded, uh, in, for my other podcast, I just recorded an episode about New Year's resolutions. And, you know, we cited the statistic that 88% of people that set a New Year's resolution actually fail at that New Year's resolution. And Clay's, Clay's actually saying that it may be actually higher than that. That number's higher. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, the vast majority of people that set this New Year's resolution uh, fail at their New Year's resolution. I would, I would venture to lump that in the same category as like goal setting. But it's a weird thing because we know that um, without a goal, right? Like you need to have a goal to know the direction of your work. But the vast majority of goals, I would venture to say, are set poorly to where they're never attained. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's maybe talk about that just a little bit, guys. Like, what is it about goal setting? Like these lofty, you know, good intentions. Like, I'm going to grow. I'm going to double my business this year. Like, I probably won't reach that goal unless I just opened like four days ago, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but. Why why do people struggle so much with this idea of having a goal and not being able to attain that or not even knowing where to work? Yeah, so I'll take a stab at that. So here's the, here's the thing. And I've been, honestly, I've been obsessing over goal setting for the last four weeks, writing articles about it and reading articles and reading books. And um, the thing that, the the one thing that I've, come out of it, it, and I have a ton, but one big thing is that um, everybody is unique. Um, And so we all go after setting goals and we all respond to whether we hit those goals or don't differently, right? So I was just in a mastermind group that I'm a part of. And some some of the people said, you know what, set really wildly, you know, huge goals, big, hairy, you know, whatever, audacious goals set those. And even if you get only halfway there, then you're farther along than if you were by not setting them. Um, some people that works really well for, cause they can go, yes, I did it. I'm halfway there. You know, I'm, I've really, you know, made progress. Other people will, you know, kind of rub their hands together and say, forget this. I'm not going to do goals anymore because I'm just a failure. So it really depends on your mentality and your mindset with how you approach setting goals. Um, and, you know, what the system that you use and the um, one thing that is for sure is that you need accountability because all of us fall off the wagon. So there, if there's a common thing, everybody needs accountability. Um, even if you're like, 
the you know what most wildly successful golfer or um, or fitness whatever you need you need accountability so um, that's why coaches are so important so um, honestly I've just forgotten what your question is <laughs> well I was I was mainly just asking like where is that disconnect between setting a goal like having this big hairy audacious goal where's the disconnect between that and like just knowing what do I need to do today toward that thing yeah. right um and I'll, I'll um i'll for me personally it's it's that middle part because people people know people have a kind of this envisioned future of what a perfect life looks like for them like they have that like financial peace profitability like um great relationships um just helping other people they've got that in their mind of this is what i want to be my life my life to be about <clears throat> and they even at the beginning of the year they'll set goals to push them forward whether they think they're exactly what they need to be or not those goals have that end in mind i want to get to this point i want to get new members because it's going to get me financial peace or profitability or whatever it may be a new location buying my building whatever it may be but i think the, the biggest issue is that in between stage which is um what napoleon hill said is that burning desire that burning sustainable desire to get there mm. and i think that's where most people fall off i think most people they have the beginning where they're like, I know what I know what my life wanted. They can't maybe detail every aspect of it, and they can set goals at the beginning of the year because we pretty much all do. Um, but it's that in between stage that is really really hard, and keeping that sustainable desire, keeping that sustainable desire, that's the problem. How people don't know how to do that, and so because of that, that's where people hit those roadblocks. And they can't sustain that desire, and that desire turns into frustration and failure, and and just I can't do it, so they give up, and it, and then they year after year. So Clay, that in between, I mean Clay, I feel like what you just said had put was like the last piece of a puzzle that I've been trying to wrap my head around for a really long time, almost the last year. I've been trying to figure out like <clears throat> what. So what is it? What separates? You know, we talked about this even last week on the podcast, Clay. What is it that separates this business owner um, from the the entrepreneur? Right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, I think I really do believe that like this country is full of business owners. You know, we talk mm -hmm. all the time about small business owners. This, but I I do believe that there are very few entrepreneurs, and I and I feel now that entrepreneurship almost exists in that in-between phase that you're talking about. So let me float this idea by you. Very rare is the person that sort of comes out of high school and starts a company, right? It, that doesn't happen. We don't have very many examples of that, especially in the fitness space, right? So it's weird. Most people like come out of their formal education and are an employee somewhere. So now they have a manager that's telling them what that in-between stage is, right? 
And somebody's telling that manager what their in-between stage is. Somebody's telling that man. And so there's basically one person that is managing, you know, in a company that anybody works for, there's maybe one or two people that are outlining the in-between stages. And then they're simply telling everybody else below them what that in-between stage is, right? So nobody that's ever had a job in their entire life um, has come to work and been handed a blank page every single day. Now, all of a sudden, like you learn a lot about exercise, you love CrossFit, you get your level one, and then all of a sudden, you're now a business owner, and ooh, you wake up one day, and somebody's not managing your in-between stages. And it's weird, because we feel like we shouldn't need to exercise that muscle, but really... I believe that like a new business owner should consider themselves like uh, uh, an infant in learning the skill of managing sure. this in-between uh, phase because really you've gone your entire professional life having that part of your goal setting managed and now all of a sudden every day you wake up to a blank page and it's easy to get distracted by mm-hmm. minutia. Sure. So I, I do. Want, I want to hear from you guys then. So, like, when you do have this big vision, how do you break it down? Um. So you know, you. Just, I want to say this first, and then I need to remember your question this time. But um, it's really interesting what you just said because that's completely true. So even people who come out of um, high-paying jobs and are passionate about helping people get fit. Um, and so they want to start their own gym, they're having to learn to work muscles that they've never had to work before, right? And so even really, really smart business people are having to learn to use completely different muscles. Um, and <clears throat> so I think that is a really, really important concept that needs to be highlighted, that no matter how smart you are, there is always something to learn in the world of entrepreneurship. To that point, Julie, um, I, I will say, I just want to like use an illustrative example to drive this home. Like, How many CrossFit affiliate owners have you talked to that they're like, I've got an MBA, I worked in finance, I made 300 grand a year prior to opening this gym, and I have no idea what I'm doing. Right. Like that's there's just as many of those people as there are like, hey, I was a coach at a gym and tried to open it. It's it's not nobody's uh, I feel like exempt from needing to learn this skill. No, I mean, come on, if the most professional of athletes are still learning, then we all probably need to be still learning. Nobody has arrived um, and we all can learn from each other for sure. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I I definitely think that's the case, um, and I think that that just was a really important point to highlight. So, so back to the question then: when you do have this vision, where you see like where you want your life, as you were talking about Clay, like this vision of financial security, whatever it is, um, now how do you break it down? Because it needs to be at a certain point. We got to break that down to like the next thirty minutes, right? How do we begin <laughs> to do that? Uh, and and like Julie said at the be- at the beginning, everybody does that differently. So what may work for you will work will won't work for me or won't work for Julie or vice versa, right? So for me, it is a journey and it is a process to figure out what works and not give up until you find it. So if you can establish your mindset, how you think, what inspires you, and then turn that into okay, what is my um, what does that best life for me look like? 
three to five years and envision that and have a clear picture of what that looks like, um, then you step back and say, okay, I, does, does my passion, does, does what drives me, does that meet? That, obviously it would if that's your like, perfect um, vision of what you want your life to be. So then this is where the work comes. It's that in-between stage that you have to figure out, each one of us has to figure out what tools, what resources, what coaching, what accountability can we put in place or what level of each one of those do we need to help us reach our goals? Knowing that we're going to come up with failure, we're going to come up with roadblocks and we're going to hit those points. But what, what, um, what have we put in our lives to help us get through those? Because we will always come through that. Like even on um, this video I created yesterday for the challenge, I said, get comfortable with the F word. It is so important. We have to embrace failure because every entrepreneur will, will experience it at what level it's, but the high achieving people that really you look at and you're like, Oh my gosh, nothing goes wrong for that person is they accept failure as part of that journey. And they just accept it. They know it's coming. So they don't let it, not that they don't let it phase them, but they just say, okay, I know it's coming. So it's just like anything else. Then let's just figure out a way around it. Mm -hmm. And so they keep pushing forward. So for me personally, what that looks like is that middle part, which honestly um, I've, I've kind of figured out is really get a very clear picture, a very specific clear picture for me, which has been for me creating a life plan, being very detailed in each aspect of my life. What do I want my life to look like? What does that let perfect life look like? And then I need to break it down and, and put each one of those specific aspects to get where I need to be. And um, some is online, some is offline in a journal, in a, um, in a, in a like a, a planner, like those types of things that keep me, keep me moving forward. Plus adding coaching in there as well. So Clay, I love, I love that. And as you were talking, I have two visuals in my head of anything that we do is a process, right? And so if you're going to build a house or um, if you're going to take a drive from Philadelphia to Los Angeles, California, anything is a process. And in that process, there are things that happen. It's you're going to get a flat tire. You're going to go through incredible rainstorms that you can't see. So you have to pull over. There's going to be things that are going to be really, really hard. If you're building a house, there's a house being built right behind me and the hurricane um, Matthew happened and a tree fell. And so it's like, oh my gosh, so do you just quit? So they're like, oh, well, forget it. We're not going to build the house. A tree fell. Um, and now we have to deal with that. that. But I think oftentimes as business owners, that's what we do. We go, oh, well, a tree fell. Forget about it. Like I'm just frustrated now. So ugh, like I'm not going to hit my goal. Your goal still is the same. You know, you still want to get to California um, but there are just going to be things that come along the way. And the way that you, um, the way that you address those things is through number one, knowing where you're going, absolutely knowing what your destination is. Who do you want to be as a person? Not even as a, I want to make $50,000 a month. It's not that it's not the revenue. It's who you want to be as a person and what you want your business to be about. And then from that, you can back into it. So that's your Los Angeles. That's where you know you're going. Um, but from that, you can back into, all right, now what's the plan and how I'm going to get there? What's my roadmap? I'm going to map it out step to step to step to step, knowing that there's going to be things that happen that come up that are going to be potholes and speed bumps and all of that. It's just par for the course. So you have to have, you have to know where you're going. You have to have a plan 
And you honestly have to have accountability. Nobody, I don't think, would do that road trip without a cell phone. And a cell phone is when I get in the really, really hard spots that I pick up the phone and I go, hey, what do I do here? I don't know how to change a tire. What do I do here? Um, and so if you put those three things in place and then focus on what you're talking about, the in-between, where we don't get frustrated and walk away when we get a flat tire or when a tree falls down, we just keep going, you know? And so that's, to me... When I mess up, and this year, I mean, I'm, I'm looking right now at my goals because I've posted them up and put them right in front of me. So every day I look at them and there's half of them at least that I haven't accomplished, but it doesn't matter. Like I still am going to keep going because those are important to me then. They're important to me now. Um, and so I'm still going to keep going. Can I throw this thought out real quick um, yeah. to, to tack onto that analogy of going from, from East Coast to West Coast to LA? <clears throat> so would you guys agree that different aspects of your of your life in your journey from uh, from old from young to old that we take different modes of transportation depending on where we are in our journey? So yeah, the easiest way, right, is a plane flight. So at points in our life, things will move very quickly towards our goal. We'll get there very quickly just because timing is right, our mindset is right, we've got people surrounding us, and so that's the goal, right? to achieve our goals a lot faster by getting on that plane. But even on a plane, the weather could happen, a bird could hit it, and you're detoured and you end up in Chicago. Are you going to stop? Are you going to turn around and go home and say, okay, well, what if? Of course not. You're going to figure out a new way to get there, get another flight or whatever. But maybe as you're starting off in your journey, maybe you have to take the car, right? So it's a long journey and you're going to come up with different roadblocks that are going to happen that, that are going to slow you down your car may break down or whatever. And so, yes, it may be slower at that point of stage in your life and your journey, but it doesn't mean you're going to give up. You're just going to keep plugging away slowly, but you could also take a step up and take a train, right? So there's different ways to get to your goal. And I truly believe different aspects of where we are in our journey. We're on different modes of transportation where our life seems to, to progress quickly or sometimes more slower, but our mindset is always LA. It's always LA. That's our final destination. Hashtag Clay for the win on <laughs> no that. Kidding, right? <laughs> that was good. You just elevated my analogy to the senior leagues. <laughs> so I, um, what I'd like to do now is I would like for each of us to give tactical ideas that our listeners can actually try out for themselves. Like, what are like just literally the step-by-step things that, that we do on a day-to-day that we find um, that helps us? So, you know, you know, again, you know, we talk about that in-between stage or that blank piece of paper that you're given every day. Again, I think that a lot of people struggle here. So, so as we talk about setting a goal, breaking it down, having your eyes on your destination, I think people will hear that and get super stoked and then actually they'll like finish this podcast and be like, oh shit, what was I supposed to do? Like, yeah. so let's maybe kind of give some suggestions of our really practical things that we do. And, and I'll start off because I want to piggyback off of something that you said, Clay, um, regarding failure, getting comfortable with the F word. About two years ago, I started this thing that absolutely like revolutionized the way that I do business. It's, um, I'll, so I have like a 90 day rule where I will literally try anything for 90 days, nothing's off limits, 
I'll go for it. And if it takes off, it stays. If it doesn't, I don't have to continue doing that. And I know that, you know, if you guys have spent any amount of time in the Facebook groups for affiliate owners, uh, probably like 33 times today, somebody will ask, hey, has somebody tried to add a weightlifting club? Has somebody tried to add yoga? Has somebody done a Cairo PT agreement? Has somebody done, like, just asking if anybody has tried these things when, like, the reality of the matter is, is, like, you can try it and not keep doing it. Like, try it and fail, you know? And you have that complete freedom. And for me, I tried a million different things, like, from, you know, birthing classes to having a massage therapist on staff. Like, I tried all of these things, but I've always had a rule. At 90 days, if nobody's coming to a birthing class, we no longer have birthing classes, right? Um, and you can absolutely do that and just fail. And now I know, and now it's really easy because now an opportunity comes up and I've got everything in place. Hell yeah, let's try it for 90 days. If people like it, they like it. If they don't, let's move on to the next failure. That's great, Max. Yep, that is great. I love it. One of the things that came to top of mind for me and um, the people who sign up for this challenge are going to see my method for um, setting goals. It, it, I will, it is mine. I've built it through a ton of research. Um, and so it works for me, but it may not work for everybody. So if you join the challenge and you do bits and piece of it, pieces of it, then that's awesome. Um, but the, one of the things that, that comes up for me that's been so powerful every year is where, where we start. And that's um, every year I come up with three words or phrases that I want my life to be about this year, um, this upcoming year. So last year it was, um, and I have them written up on the board, so I see them all the time, find a way, um, inspire, and be thoughtful. Because there were things that happened the year before that I needed to implement those things and they mattered to me. Um, this year is going to be, um, I haven't come up with them yet. I'm, I'm still, my day of planning is next week. Um, but I know for sure that one of them is going to be positivity, um, that I choose joy in the midst of circumstances because you know what? It's life sometimes is just really hard. People sometimes just suck. Um, and so it's easy to get really frustrated and discouraged at that person or at that circumstance. But for me, those three words ground me. So if I forget all of my goals, if I you know, don't remind myself of them, those three words are easy to remember and they bring me back to what really matters and what I want to be about this next year. Um, and each year it changes because each year I have a different focus um, based on the year before as I reflect and go, you know what, I really fell short here or I really want to implement this more in my life you know, here. So that's one of the things that I use that's been really, really profound for me. Mm, I like that. So for me, um, specifically, if I can get my morning started off right, then, um, then I feel awesome the rest of the day. Um, and so for me, I've got four kids, three of them are at home. And so if I can get my morning started off right, it puts me in a mood where um, it, like Julie said, I'm more positive and I feel like I can conquer the world. And so that really helps me. And so specifically, it's been a process for me to really nail down 
And I'm not going to say it's been easy. And I've tried different things like Matt, like I'm up for trying anything. And I've read a ton of business help books and some stuff has worked. Other stuff has been like, no way, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to say I can do this. I can do this 50 times every single day. That just doesn't work for me. Some people it does. For me, here's my morning that I'm working for is my perfect morning. I get up early every single day. And so I'm not saying this to be like, Hey, the clay's awesome, but I'm saying I'm saying this because this is what worked for me. Um, I get up early every single day, um, the same time. Um, for me, that's five after five. Um, that works for me. That gives me, and then I get up and I have 45 minutes to spend on my own. Alone, my kids are still asleep. My wife's at the gym, which is crazy, but she is. And I sit down in my chair and it's routine. I do this every morning. I list three things that I'm grateful for. That gets me in a mindset of not thinking about what was me or, or my gosh, this day is going to be hard. I try and get perspective. What are three things that I'm grateful for? Um, and then I read 10 pages of a self-help book, something, whether it's a business book, whether it's the Bible, whether it's um, just an inspirational book, I, I read at least 10 pages of a book every single morning. I used to do this. I've changed this as of a month ago. I will not look at my email. I will not look at my phone until after I work out. So I'll work out. I'll read for 45 minutes at six o'clock. I'll get ready. I'll go to the gym, um, our local CrossFit. I'll be there till seven. I come home. And at that point, I allow myself to, to look at my email. So I will not dictate my day by an email that I get. So that's a great start. That's helped me tremendously. And whoa, that was really hard for me not to do. Really hard. But now I feel it's really good. And then the first 60 to 90 minutes of my day is spent on that highest priority task. That thing I really, really want to get done, that's where I'm like, okay, I have to put my focus there first. If I can accomplish that, then um, the rest of the day is, is, a, is, a, is a win. So, um, so that last one I'm really working on. I haven't nailed that one down yet because life kicks in. But the rest of those, I've got them nailed down. And um, so that's, that's my morning. And it took me a while to get there, but it gives me, gives me, gives me good hope for the future. What's kind of, what I love about that is that, and you know, and this is a challenge that I threw out on, on my other show with people looking to make a New Year's resolution is like, don't even start with working out every day. Start with like doing anything for 10 minutes a day. Now, whether that's like sitting alone with a cup of tea for 10 minutes, that will probably lead to a sustainable exercise routine much faster than committing to an hour of exercise a day on day one. And so I even think, Clay, this idea that you do the same thing every day is it makes it easier to add something new that you do every day. So, you know, if that's like long-term financial planning, you already know how to do something every day. So then mm -hmm. if you want to do like long-term financial planning for your business every day, you know what it feels like to do something every day. And for a lot of our gym owners, they know what it feels like to work out every day. Maybe they don't know what it's like to spend one hour on their business every day, right? Or 30 minutes learning how to use a Facebook ad every day. Or, shameless plug, 20 minutes in the hub. It's like there. The material is there. You just have to create a habit around the time in there on a daily basis, right? Sure. It's sort of like driving to the gym every morning or afternoon. Whenever you go, there's probably a million ways to get to the gym. And my guess is we're talking like they're all about the same amount of time. I know for me there is. There's like four or five ways I can get to our local gym. But 
I go the exact same way every single morning because if I didn't, my brain would hurt. I'd be like, is this taking longer? Is this taking shorter? So I don't worry about it. I do it the same way. It's to me, it's the most efficient way. And I stick with it. And it's a habit. I, I could honestly drive there with my eyes closed now, but I don't think about it anymore. So that's what happens with what we want to do with this challenge is take these goals and make them such an ingrained in and habit for you that at the end of 2017, you're going to be like, wow, I get up, every, I get up early every single morning. And oh my gosh, what an, what an absolute um, effect it's had on my business. So it's, it's very, um, it, 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 um, it, it grows exponentially. It's like going from the trip from their car to the plane, you know, you take a little bit stuff and then you start advancing quickly because you're setting those habits and routines in your, in your lifestyle. So, so, um, I, I want to step out. So now we've talked about every day. I want to step back just a little bit and maybe share how we kind of deal with things on, let's say even a quarterly basis. Right. Um, so I'll start off with an example and then maybe we can kind of go around again and share how we tackle some of these things. Uh, one of my goals for 2016 um, was that I wanted to get a really clear idea of where my new athletes were coming from. I wanted to know exactly where they were being referred from, like the direct line from that referral to the gym. I wanted to know um, how much it would cost me to have that person join the gym. So, you know, like a customer acquisition cost. Uh, and then I wanted to be able to track those conversions um, online. I wanted to have a, just a report and be like, you know, whatever, 48% of people Googled you and clicked, you know, clicked on your website. And then, so I wanted to learn this idea of who these people are and where they're coming from, um, which is a pretty crazy task. But, um, you know, broken down into the quarter, you know, like one quarter, all I wanted to do was figure out, okay, when they schedule that intro, um, how do I create a drop down menu where they select and they're forced to select where they came from? Now, how do I run that report? Now, how do I give that report to the appropriate staff? And then how do I begin to identify where I need to put more efforts? And that took me probably like two months to really dial in that process. And then the next thing was like, I like had it in my goal planner was learn how to do, um, you know, Facebook pixels for my scheduling software. And that took a while to kind of figure out how to do that with the software that I use. But it, you know, it was like it, that big kind of, I want to learn more about my customers and where they're coming from had to like be broken down into these little bit, boring, for lack of a better term, these kind of boring tasks that needed to be completed. So that's kind of how I took that. That was kind of one of my big things for 2016 and kind of whacking that up quarter by quarter. So did you guys have anything big in 2016 that you uh, had to break down like that? Nothing. No, nothing at all. <laughs> Oh, oh, so so let's just take a take a look at the hub, right? For us, that was a brand new platform we launched. It didn't exist beforehand, so there was so many things. And oh, and when we had the idea of the hub, it did, there was, and we had idea what it was. We didn't have a name, we didn't have a platform, we didn't know what we were going to host it on, we didn't know what any of this stuff, like how it would roll. So we had to do that exact same thing. You know, we broke it down. This is our big our big goal. 
And then we just did a huge brainstorm on everything, on name, on platform. And then once we had all that stuff, we felt like, okay, great. These are all the components. Now, what do we need to do first? So then for me, it was simply, let's put this one to the top first. Okay, let's do this. Let's establish, okay, where are we going to host this? Where are we going to operate it on? What's, what's the software we're going to use? So we went through that stage. Okay, check that off. Sweet. Crossed it off. And honestly, I wrote this stuff down on a piece of paper so that I could literally go through and cross it off because it felt really good to me on a computer for simply just putting a little checkbox meant nothing. And I'm so, I'm on the computer. I mean, I've been a Mac guy forever, right? I mean, and, but it doesn't, it doesn't have that same psych, like psychological effect that it does of writing it down and checking it off and feeling accomplished. Um, so anyway, same exact thing. And so it's just one thing after time. And then here we are, we launched the hub so right it wasn't perfect but we launched it we had a plan those plans changed along the way and that's okay that's okay but we're learning along the way we hit some roadblocks and we figured out we had people around us like julie and matt which was awesome to help us work through that stuff and move forward so um so that was that was a really awesome success that we had in 2016 that's great julie so so yeah my answer is going to be a little different i'm sitting here struggling because i'm not good at this Um, I'm just not, and I'm not good at the, um, long-term vision and then break it back into little chunks. I'm really good at what's right in front of me. And so I've always been a procrastinator. Um, and so for me, going back to our analogy of, you know, East coast to LA, I don't like, I don't think about LA and get really excited about seeing LA because that feels so far off to me that I would rather get really excited about every city and that be my goal along the destination. And so for me, um, I'm better at what's right in front of me the short term. And this is what comes back to kind of brings us back where we started, where everybody is unique, you know? And so uh, this year, actually, what I'm really excited about is forcing myself to write down on this template that we're going to provide through the challenge forcing myself to do that really difficult exercise of where do I want to be this time next year? Where do I want our, you know, consulting business to be? Where do I want to be with, um, with three, two, one go. I mean, all the different things that I'm involved in, where do I want them all to be? And then break them down into chunks, you know, kind of back into those to get, to get there. So it's easy to, for me, it's easy to give that advice to do that. And it's really challenging for me to do it, honestly, because I, I just work better last minute, you know, like we've got this challenge, I've got to crank it out. Like we've got to, you know, do emails and videos and all of that. And so the energy of the, of the pressure really pushes me forward. And I'm guessing there's some people that are listening to this that are like that as well. Um, so for me, the, the honest and real talk is I struggle with that. I struggle with the big picture. Um, but you know, I mean, it's, it's something that I think is incredibly valuable, um, to do those stepping stones that lead to the ultimate goal. So on on that Uh, point, Oh, sorry, go ahead, Clay. I just thought it's really good, Matt, and you may already be um, um, hitting on this, but to share where we struggle, I think there's a lot of honesty in that, Jules, and I just wanted to share my struggle. My struggle is is my brain is so 
far on the right side. Like I'm just can't help but get out of that creativity and ideas. Like I feel like my mind is swirling with ideas and ideas and ideas and then taking them and funneling them down to the ones that are the biggest priority. I could spend my whole day dreaming. I'm just a dreamer. I am. And that's how I'm wired. So when it comes down to the execution, I struggle. And like Julie said, it is really hard. And so um, that process of setting those goals, like they're all over the place. Like I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to help this many people. I want to build the business. I want to have an amazing team. I want to help this many clients. Like, okay, like all that stuff is good, but it's, it can be very overwhelming, you know? So for me, it's, it's really honing down on what should be my priority, you know, and then being okay with accepting, okay, that is my priority. I need to focus on that because I'll always second guess myself. And I'm like, should I really be doing this or should I be doing something else? Cause I think this is a really good idea and someone will validate me on it. They will. I mean, but it's like just trusting your, trusting your gut and going through a process of learning that where you can be like, yes, let's focus. Let's focus like Matt, let's give it a 90 day test, see how it goes and then move on. So I like that a lot. Clay. Um, I would say definitely. I mean, if we're talking about struggles, I, I certainly become, I always bite off just a little bit more than I can chew. Um, so, you know, as I kind of like segment a lot of the things that I'm doing, uh, I get really excited about, you know, momentum toward one thing. And then, you know, it's it um, not necessarily a just dis- becomes a distraction, but it becomes almost like, you know, we can do so much during this this period of time. And, and I I tend to be a little bit too giving of that time or, or not realistic, I guess that's a better word for it. Not too giving, but just unrealistic with how much I feel I can accomplish in what amount of time. And I find then my work starts to degrade or the quality of it starts to degrade when I think that so much can be done in a short amount of time. So anyway, um, so I want to wrap up the show, uh, hearing from you, Julie, uh, we've talked about this challenge a lot and how we each set and and pursue our goals. But Julie, I want to hear from you just kind of the nuts and bolts. What could a participant expect um, once they sign up for this, you know, this challenge, what can they expect to be doing on a day-to-day basis? Yeah. So the two biggest things that this gives you is um, the challenge is one, you're not alone. So that accountability, um, we have our private um, Facebook page with 321 Go, and it's an incredible resource of unbelievably helpful and kind and smart gym owners who um, are willing to share resources like I honestly, I've never seen in any industry. I mean, it's, it's a really, really powerful. So that resource alone is worth way more than the cost of Hub, way more. Um, so they'll get access to that for the accountability piece of it. Um, but then the other thing is it's really hard to build a house when you don't have any tools, right? And so you may use the tools differently than I will, but you have access to a full toolkit of tools, And so that's what this challenge gives you is structure um, and it gives you the tools that you need to to really start 2017 off on the right foot. Um, But, you know, I'll say like to me for the last challenge, we had, I don't even know, probably 250 or 300 people sign up for it and maybe 
a hundred of them followed through on the challenge, right? And so from my perspective, it, I would rather, and I know this sounds crazy, but I would rather you not sign up for the challenge if you're not willing to give it 30 days. And I think it's similar to gym owners that have this influx of resolutionists, New Year's resolution people that like invade their gym, right? And um, get everybody else off track who is really serious and committed. Um, and so there's something about, and I think anybody can sign up. So I think my, my challenge in this is when you sign up, re- resolve within yourself that you're going to give it 30 days. You're going to do it. You're just going to do the hard work for 30 days. Um, everybody and anybody is welcome. But unless you resolve in yourself first, then I would say don't waste the $49 of Join and Hub because that, that's what it will be for you. And we'd rather you spend that money elsewhere. So with, with the challenge comes motivation. It comes energy. It comes you know encouragement all the tools that you need. Um, we've got things set in place that all month long, we're going to be in communication with you to make sure you, first of all, set your goals. Um, and then second of all, you ha- know how to begin to implement them. But then third of all, at the second half of the challenge, we're going to help you figure out how to help your members um, really hit the things that they want to hit by being a part of your gym. So it's sort of a two-pronged approach where once you figure it out for yourself, then you can actually help other people in your gym, your staff, your coaches, your members hit their goals. So it's going to, I mean, honestly, it's going to be crazy powerful. And the reason why it's powerful is because of the people who are going to sign up. Absolutely. Julie, um, we're very thankful for you putting this challenge together. Uh, listeners, if you're listening to this right now, this this episode was released on a Tuesday. Uh, this goal-setting challenge, it starts on Monday. So if you're hearing this, just Go right now and and sign up for it. It starts on Monday. Um, do it. I, I I don't know. I I don't know what else to say. I mean, this is you know, the hub platform is literally like everything that I've learned in the last five years of owning a business for like fifty dollars a month. It's everybody that has been in the hub platform is like, why why did this not exist on the day that I opened? Um, pretty much soup to nuts. Anything you need to know learn templates that you need um, and now actually how to be a successful entrepreneur so not just education but with this goal setting challenge we're providing just the habits learning to deal with the blank page that is entrepreneurship that's what this challenge is all about and it's as we've talked about over and over again these habits it's a muscle that you need to work so now's your chance to train that muscle for the first 30 days of the new year so go to 321goproject.com i'll link to the landing page for the goal setting challenge uh, in the show notes julie clay anything else the last thing i just really quick wanted to share because it resonated resonates with me a lot is we we implemented the the second part of it where you can help your members because i truly believe no matter where you are if you're completely desperate or whatever if even in that situation, if you feel like there's no hope, if you can help other people in that, then that will stri- that will give you the 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 kahunas to do it on your own. It just will. If you can help other people in their help them reach their goals, it will give you the courage to achieve your own. I love it. Excellent. Well, listeners, again, 321goproject.com for the goal setting challenge. I'll link to it in the show notes. Um, 
have a great new year. This is uh, our last episode of 2016, so uh, we're wishing you all uh, an amazing 2017. I'm looking forward to um, shows and guests that we have coming up and uh, just really want to help you guys succeed. So be well, everybody. Julie Clay, thanks for coming on again. Thank you. So awesome, man. There there are not two other men that I'd rather work with. You guys are rock stars. That's sweet. All right. We'll see you next year, guys. 